every time a missile misses its target, a train derails, or a faulty airbag fails to save a life, we wonder whether these failures, which can sometimes reach catastrophic proportions, are caused by a counterfeit part that may have infiltrated the supply chain. Welcome to People to People, working together for your safety with host Stan Salat, Jr. Stan has the answers to your questions on protecting yourself and the safety of your loved ones, including your pets. Don't miss out. Now, here is Stan Salat. Hello and welcome to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat, Jr. I'd like to welcome you to today's show. Shopper alert. Why say no to toxins? Seems like a pretty straightforward question. Toxins are not something we want or need, but that's the name of the show today. Today's show is made possible by our sponsors BQPM LLC and Secure Components. BQPM is a business and quality management consulting training company that knows how to help you and your business prepare for uh, the ability to demonstrate your compliance with the standards that are required these days to ensure that your business is toxic-free and counterfeit component or counterfeit material-free. Our other host, or our other sponsor, rather, is Secure Components, independent distributor, first in the world to be certified to the AS6081 standard, which is all things counterfeit avoidance. The uh, desire there is to make sure that we are not populating the military, aerospace, avionics, and commercial industry with parts that are counterfeit. We have additional information which you can find on our our hazardous substance-free Mark Alliance website, hsf.us. And for the counterfeit side of what we do, it's Counterfeit uh, Avoidance Mark Alliance, and that you can find at www.counterfeitavoidance.org. These are two of our sponsors, and we certainly appreciate all they do to help us bring our message to you, the audience. Our show today is divided into three segments. In the first two segments, my guest, Yulia Coach. And I will be discussing the purpose and value of hazardous substance-free and counterfeit avoidance programs that she and I have been leading both nationally and internationally. In the third segment, we'll share our perspective on what you can do to help move manufacturers and their retail sales outlets to ensure that we as consumers are assured toxin and counterfeit-free products and materials. This, is real, this really is an, is an epidemic issue in much the same way that, it, that uh, HIV, bird flu, or the West Nile virus has plagued the world at large. The difference is that um, there really is no miracle vaccine for the toxins and counterfeit that plagues the worldwide supply chain and threatens our safeties in ways that uh, we can really only imagine. Now, let me not take any more time without introducing my special guest today, Yulia Koch. Uh, part, part of what we're doing today is a little bit of a role reversal. Um, one of the great things about being a, uh, a host on a radio show is you get to, to change things up and do things. Uh, we 
don't really have to ask a lot of permission other than from you, the audience. Yulia, uh, let me take a second and introduce a little bit of Yulia's background. She's a speaker, uh, often speaker, uh, author, media professional, is the owner of Coach Brand Plus Communications, a marketing firm based in Berkeley, California. Can't say enough for her credentials, and on that note, welcome to the show, Yulia. (laughs) Thank you, Stan. It is a pleasure to be on the show uh, and giving me my dream job today. I get to ask you, the hosts of People to People Working Together for Your Safety, uh, questions about the issues of toxins and counterfeits on our products. I get to represent the audience today, and I get to be a reporter at the same time. It is a treat. Again, uh, I'm grateful for the opportunity. I will probably pay for this later, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens here. Yeah. So in, in that role, rather than me, I guess, asking you the questions, you're going to start off by uh, putting me on the spot. Oh, absolutely. As I said, it is my pleasure. So, uh, first of all, Stan, I have known you for quite a few years, and I know that you have been very passionate, uh, working very actively on specifically the issues of toxins in our products and counterfeit components in our products. So, um, I would love to hear from you um, the story. When did you realize that we are living with this epidemic And why did you make the decision to do something tangible to fight it effectively? That's a a very deep question. Um, Let's see, time frame. When did I decide that this was something that I should live with as a passion? And I take that back to, I would say, around 2003, actually. And it came about, as many things do with the introduction by the European Union of something they called the restriction of hazardous substances. And what what that led to is actually, in my career as a component engineer and quality manager, director of quality at major manufacturing firms, um, I was heavily involved with all things national and international when it came to standards and conformity. Rojas, as it's referred to, the restriction of hazardous substance, actually opened quite a uh, an interesting door for me. As as they started down that path of restricting hazardous substances in the early 2000s, I started doing a lot of studying and learning about what was really going on. And in that process of learning. I came to realize just how much lead, mercury, cadmium, hexylvania chromate, uh, and the other two heavy metals, which are the uh, flame retardants, PBD and PBDE, just how much of it is in everyday products. Uh, And that's really what got me started. Tie that to, and probably the thing that really drove it home, is the effect it has on human beings and how we really don't realize how easy it is to transfer those heavy metals to the human body. Um, So that's what got it started. It was uh, somewhat personal. Uh, Family members with autism, family members uh, with other uh, 
issues that while we can't say we're specifically driven or specifically the result of toxic materials, uh, all evidence is that it, it truly could have been there. And living with in the electronics industry particularly, I've been playing with this stuff for years. So I started questioning what have I done to my own. I have two daughters and uh, what might I have done to them. So uh, that's a bit personal, but that's where it all started. Well, as with most successful projects, um, they require a personal touch and passion. And as I know, you definitely have that. And I think that is one of the main reasons why um, this fight is righteous and the products are going to be very successful. Um, let me ask you uh, about these products. Uh, your radio show promo mentions 140 million products worldwide. In your opinion, uh, which of these household items uh, continue to have toxins despite warnings? And we hear these warnings from the American Chemical Society, medical research groups, testing labs. I'm talking about warnings regarding autism, cancer, other illnesses. Uh, what do you think? The, well, I'm, I'm struggling here because the answer is so wide and so broad. When we stop and think, and particularly when we stop and think about what we have here in the U.S., just about everything is subject to the potential of has, having a hazardous substance uh, or a toxin material that can cause a problem. Anything man-made is a combination of chemicals, and that results in the potential. Whether it is a piece of furniture, um, a light fixture, uh, a nightstand, uh, a card table, it just it just goes on and on. Taking it to a specific for families, uh, for children particularly, hair bands, uh, hair pins for for little girls or boys, as the case may be, belts, uh, jewelry of any sort. The costumes they wear during the holiday seasons, uh, particularly Halloween. Again, the list the list goes on and on. Go into any store and look at all the knickknacks you can buy, all the things that uh, we we pick up, we play with, we handle, uh, and it just keeps going. I mean, what particular products? The ones that are the least expensive are perhaps the most difficult to manage and the highest risk of having uh, toxic materials undefined and you don't know what you're actually dealing with. Well, that is a very extensive list. Um, I am... (laughs) I am just thinking about uh, some of those... And I'm also thinking about, um, this might get a little bit personal, but I am a parent too. I am thinking about that particular moment when um, I heard from you about this, Mark. And I am pretty sure I might not be the only one in the audience asking, why would I care? It is a holiday season. 
we have so many different choices. Most of our products are safe. What is this mark? What are we trying to accomplish? Would you mind sharing that simple story uh, with us that actually is posted on the website www.hsf.us? Because I think that story connects us, parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, friends of children with our holiday uh, emotions. Would you mind telling the story, please? Please. <laughs> oh, that one, that one, <laughs> that that was hard enough to do the first time. Um, what Yulia is talking about, for the listening audience that has not seen the website, I did a video and this was a video that, uh, as our marketing development, business development, uh, Yulia convinced me to do. Uh, it talks about the first time I recognized the potential uh, for causing uh, potential damage within a human being. And specifically, picture yourself the holiday season, you're in the living room, you're sitting around, whether it's a candelabra uh, celebrating Hanukkah or it's um, a Christmas tree celebrating the, the, that Christmas uh, approach. Wh- whatever the setting, you're all gathered together as a family, you're doing things, you're picking up in the case of this, in the particular case that uh, is talking about, it was Christmas tree lights, putting the lights. One of my traditional things was putting lights on the tree. And we have had in our family a string of lights for eons. Uh, if I tell you how long we've had them, you know that I'm an old man. So I won't go there, but we've had these lights for a long time. I'm putting the lights up. I've been studying restriction of hazardous substance. I've been learning the effects of lead and mercury and cadmium on the human body. I'm putting these lights up on the tree, and my grandson, a toddler at the time, less than a year old, is sitting on the floor. Um, And I reach down to the dish of cookies, and, you know, it's obvious that my grandson wants a cookie. It's the right time of year for Grandpa to spoil. So I start spoiling And as I did that, I realized that whatever toxic material was on the string of lights that I was dealing with, and these, again, these are easily 20-year-old light strings, so they they had no control on them at the time they were built. Uh, Whatever was on my hands went onto that cookie and then would have, if I hadn't stopped myself, would have been eaten by my grandson. Um, that's how dangerous toxic substances are in products that we buy and, and use every day. So the good thing, I guess, in this case, this was my first grandson, so I hadn't done it before. At least I didn't remember doing it before. Although now I can also say, and as I'm sharing this once again, um, I'm sure I did this with my own children my daughters, when they were toddlers, picking that cookie up with whatever I had on my hands meant that I was feeding that lead or mercury, well, it wouldn't have been mercury, it had been lead or cadmium uh, to my child, 
transferring it to the cookie, which they then eat, which then uh, takes whatever effect it might take on the human body. Um, that's that's when it really came home. That's when it really started changing. That's when, uh, honestly, I think that's when my wife learned that I was going to be um, absent a bunch because in order to <laughs> in order to address this, this is a worldwide epidemic, uh, and because products are made outside the U.S. Uh, a majority of the components for products and an awful lot of the products themselves, while there are a lot, there is a lot made here in the U.S., there's, there's far more made outside the U.S., which meant to really address this problem, uh, one has to go to the source. And that's, uh, that's where it went from there. Oh, well, thank you. Uh- I don't know how many times I heard this story, and I don't get tired of it. Um, it inspires me as a marketing professional uh, because, we, as you know, we love stories. We really do love stories. We have been t- telling stories for a very long time. But most importantly, it inspires me as a mom. Um, again, until I heard uh, the story about the lights and thought about a possible connection between the lead and holiday and celebration, and how good intentions can uh, turn over time because of the risk involved into illnesses that truly, truly raise my awareness to these particular uh, uh, concerns. And from there, you actually uh, went ahead and started thinking about counterfeit components also. So you made connection from what if we take this further and look at other aspects of our product cycle life. Is that true? That is, Yulia. Um, this spawned the, the beginning of a move, not a movement, but an activity that I spearheaded where we actually wrote a standard. We brought it to industry here in the U.S. and got that standard approved. And the standard's all about the restriction of hazardous substance in products and how a manufacturer can demonstrate that they have that under control. And there's a lot to be done. As a component engineer, I understand the difficulties of doing that. I also understand the value of doing it. Um, Yulia, I need to to step us back just a bit. We need to take a uh, short break. Let uh, Voice America identify themselves and let our sponsors have a uh, brief moment to reintroduce them. Uh, Without sponsors, we would not be uh, here talking with our audience. So if you'll stay with me, um, we'll be back in just a minute and uh, continue this discussion. All right, Sam. Thank you. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com 
Secure Components is your international certified supplier of obsolete and hard-to-find products. Specializing in counterfeit mitigation, Secure Components is a qualified supplier for the Department of Defense, Aerospace, Military, and Avionics Industries. If you're a business in need of hard-to-find or obsolete components, please contact us by visiting our website, securecomponents.com, or call us at 484-222-5195. Again, 484-222-5195. Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products. Yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. This is People to People, working for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan.salat at ecccorp.org. Again, that's stan.salat. S-A-L-O-T at ECCCorp.org. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Dan Salad Jr. I'd like to welcome you back to today's show, Shopper Alert. Why say no to toxins? Before we get back into it with Yulia Koch, our, our guest slash uh, interviewer, as you may have noticed if you were made note from a previous segment, uh, I'm actually being interviewed on this show. I've kind of flipped it around. Um, but let me mention uh, for sure our thanks to our sponsors, Business and Quality Process Management, LLC. They do uh, business and quality Preparation help companies prepare for certification of their systems, including the toxic-free manufacturing processes. And Secure Components, independent distributor, first in the world to be certified to uh, counterfeit avoidance program under the SAEAS 6081. Uh, if you need parts that are obsolete and or hard to find, Secure Components is the place to go. Well, let's uh, let's move back in, and I want to welcome back uh, Yulia Koch, my guest slash interviewer. Welcome back. Thank you, Sten. As I said at the beginning of the show, uh, you just gave me my dream job today. 
I get to represent the audience and get to be a reporter. Most marketing people would absolutely love to <laughs> do what I'm doing right now. So thank you. I also wanted to thank our sponsors today. And specifically, wanted to extend a warm welcome to our audience members. Uh, we, you have been uh, working fairly hard with lots and lots of passion on our show that is barely new. And I do want to say how much we appreciate those who have been with us, uh, have been downloading um, our recordings, tuning in every week. And if any of you are finding us today for the first time, we do appreciate the fact that you are interested, you want to hear, and you want to find out what you can do about uh, toxic and counterfeit products in our stores and in our homes. So with that, um, I get to be the host slash reporter again. Are you ready, Stan? Yes. I'm, well, I'm not sure I'm ready, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is one of my personal favorites, actually. And a couple of friends of mine have recently asked me. Um, so here it comes. Yeah, uh, they are hearing, we are hearing from various sources and news outlets that non-complying products come mostly from overseas and mainly from China. And some groups even say that if we could bring all manufacturing jobs home back to the U.S., we would not have to worry about hazardous substances and counterfeits at all. So I was wondering whether you are agreeing with this statement, and if you do not, because I might just know you a little bit, uh, then why you are not agreeing with it. Oh, Pandora's box just got opened. How do I start with this one? Let's let's start by saying yes, the majority, well, actually, if you put it in perspective, about 80%, I think the numbers are around 80% of the components uh, used in the world come out of the Asia community, and about 70% of that 65 to 70% of that comes out of China itself. When we look at China, what's interesting to note, if you really dig in and understand what's going on, there are very few Chinese-owned, China, China, let me be careful here, China-owned and operated manufacturing facilities um, in the in the manufactured products. Let me again be careful. What you find, major manufacturing of Apple devices. They're made by a company called Foxconn, or at least one of the suppliers is a company that's in the business of manufacturing. They're actually a Taiwan company that operates factories in China as well as other parts of the world. They're being, they're, they're making products for Apple. If I go to, and I'm picking on some companies now, I'll probably get in trouble somewhere, but if I go to Hewlett Packard, if I go to Dell Computers, if I go to IBM, I can go to General Motors. Um, there's only one company that I know of, actually know of, that does not manufacture U.S. sold products uh, in China, uh, Whirlpool. If you want a product that's truly made in the region that it's being sold in, Whirlpool's the only one I know of that actually does that. 
what what you find when you go overseas, and this has become something of a an eye opener for many people. When you go overseas anywhere, the biggest difference between manufacturing in the U- United States, or for that matter, many parts of Europe and other foreign countries, is the lack of regulations, the lack of imposed standards. So you wind up with less oversight, and that's how things get done less expensive. If you have a metal factory that's uh, pumping out metals, the smokestacks, in fact, if you go back, and I think this past week, there were uh, either CNN or CNBC or one of the news stations reporting that one of the cities in China was shut down because of the smog. Now, obviously, that has a bit to do with uh, weather as well. But they're producing without the same controls that we have. So the potential for problems is significantly greater. Um, Add to that the lack of experience in manufacturing over time and the errors that can be made. And these can be made whether they're in the United States or anywhere else. Uh, One of the interesting things I found, because of the work I started doing in the early 2000 time frame, actually 2005, 6, 7 time frame, we started actually visiting manufacturing facilities as part of the work I did uh, in BQPM, as part of the consulting and training work we did. We actually found that uh, manufacturers really didn't understand what they didn't understand. And when you went to a wire cable manufacturing company in somewhere in mainland China, they weren't always ensuring that the product they had was lead-free or cadmium-free. So when they put the, the um, insulated material on the outside of the cable, it wound up having flame retardants that were not legal. It had higher levels of, of uh, either lead or cadmium in it. Lead is often used, and so is cadmium, to help get the right color Uh, at the lowest cost in the uh, insulation material. So we found those types of problems. The fact that the raw material is not regulated, you cannot buy, you cannot easily buy paint in the United States with lead in it. You can still buy it, but you can't get it easily. And using it is very difficult. And in a manufacturing facility, it's just not heard of anymore. Well, if you want low-cost or cost-controlled materials in China or Vietnam or parts of India or some of the Eastern Bloc that's that's emerging as a major manufacturing area, uh, to some degree even South America, you can buy these materials that are lower cost And they're promoted as being compliant, but in reality, or often, uh, you'll find that when they're tested, they don't meet the the significant standards that have been put in place worldwide. I'm not sure that fully answers the question. I I apologize if I got rambling, but, you know, that is one of the 
biggest issues we have, and one of the concerns I have, we, we keep talking about foreign country manufacturing, and in a large number of the cases, it's really got an American manufacturer's name on it, even though it was manufactured somewhere else. So who is really responsible? Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sorry Uh, you asked that question? (laughs) Yes and no. Um, This is one of the many reasons why I do care deeply about, uh, particularly about this issue. It is a complex situation with a multifaceted, multidimensional uh, worldwide global epidemic and as you said this is only the beginning of a conversation but without a conversation uh, the situation that we're living with every day will continue to go unaddressed and honestly just hearing from some of my family members and, and friends with whom I've been discussing these issues they often say that the problem appears so out of reach and and so uh, hard to actually understand that they rather just not pay attention because they feel overwhelmed. And again, both as a marketing professional and as a consumer, I want to point that out uh, (laughs) because I get to be an audience member today too, that we share that. We do know that it does seem overwhelming. We do know that a lot of our products are coming from overseas. And we do have solutions. And we are asking you to join us to be part of that solution. Yeah, and I want to try and dispel that that one element of it, that it's it might be overwhelming in thought, but on the other side... And this is perhaps, uh, again, something that, that's driven my own passion. When we started all of this uh, movement towards a way of demonstrating for the supply chain to demonstrate that the products were safe, that they were being made to specification, we went out with the tool set. We went to particularly to Asia because, as you said, everybody thought that that's where everything is coming from. Reality, that's not true. It's not all coming from just Asia. But aside from that, we went out, we educated more than 20,000 people throughout uh, China, Taiwan, Korea, Japan, Vietnam, uh, Singapore, Thailand, throughout that region. We also went to Europe and did some there. We did some here in the U.S. as well. But the majority of the education took place in the Asia uh, communities. Again, over 20,000 people were hungry to learn what they needed to know. Then we started actually helping manufacturers demonstrate, put in place so they could demonstrate their compliance. And I am ecstatic to say that today there's over 4,250 certified facilities that can demonstrate that they have the tools in place to ensure that the products they are making are made to the specifications that they adhere to. And 
I guess the other side of that, the disappointment is that here in the U.S., uh, I can count them on one hand, the number of companies that physically here in the U.S. have taken the steps to actually be able to demonstrate through a third-party assessment, uh, through a third-party approach, that they're actually knowing what they need to know to protect us as consumers. Um, I would go back to the automobile for one of the one of the ones, and we've talked about this before. Uh, our our production engineer um, and I, Robert Cellino, and I uh, have talked about this one before, and I've talked on other radio shows as a guest. An automobile has a tremendously enticing smell to it when you first buy it. Brand new cars, we love to sit in them and smell what appears to be fresh leather. Uh, or fresh something. And the reality is, if you measure the toxins in that car with the windows closed, you'd get out of the car so quick, or you should get out of the car as quick as possible. Uh, there's a new, a new chemical or a new uh, restriction that's coming together, which is phthalates. And part of the phthalates are actually chlorine. And we all know that if you put yourself in a closed area with chlorine, you can kill yourself. But this is that carpet smell, uh, the house that you buy with brand new carpet in it or the, the new carpet that you have put in. You really want to check and make sure that you're not going to be breathing chlorine for some period of time until it dissipates. Well, thank you, Stan, for elaborating and actually, um, uh, again, approaching it from a consumer point of view. Uh, I know that we will be taking a break shortly, but before then, let me just say I'm looking forward to asking you in our final segment uh, about the two marks that you have authored, uh, the hazardous substance free mark and a counterfeit alliance mark, because I want to tell our audience how these actually fit into the green movement that they know about. They might not know about the marks, but... Most of us do know about the green movement, and I would love us to fold it in in a way that uh, people fully understand why we are committed to it. Okay, I will support that by all means. Good. <laughs> we are we, and you know, again, here we go bouncing this back and forth a little bit, but I'm going to take it back. I am uh, your host, Dan Salat. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we'll, we'll do as uh, Yulia has asked or suggested. We're going to talk about the HSF mark and the counterfeit avoidance mark alliances and what those are all about. Um, please stay tuned. You're going to hear a little bit about our sponsors. You're going to hear a little bit about the radio station that uh, you're listening to. And we'll join you back here in just a short bit. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Did you know that hazardous substances and counterfeit material can be in everything we buy? From new clothing, cars, toys, power cords, and charging units, to your garden hose and the drywall in your home. Did you know that many of these toxins or counterfeits have been found to cause infertility, birth defects, autism, obesity, and diabetes, which can be passed down from parents to children? It's nearly impossible to know the ingredients in these products. Yet Stan Salat Jr., author and creator of the not-for-profit HSF Mark Alliance and Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, believes that consumers have the right to know the type and amount of hazardous materials in the products we buy. Are you a retailer, a manufacturer, a manager, and a person who cares about the safety of the products you sell and buy? Protect your assets, your job, and your family now. Tell Stan that you want his help. Contact BQPM today. Visit our website at www.bqpm.com or call toll-free 877-415-0191. BQPM.com. Together, we are working for your safety. Secure Components is your international certified supplier of obsolete and hard-to-find products. Specializing in counterfeit mitigation, Secure Components is a qualified supplier for the Department of Defense, Aerospace, Military, and Avionics Industries. If you're a business in need of hard-to-find or obsolete components, please contact us by visiting our website, securecomponents.com, or call us at 484-222-5195. Again, 484-222-5195. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com This is People to People, working for your safety. If you have a question or comment about the program, please send an email to stan.salat.com at ecccorp.org. Again, that's stan.salat, S-A-L-O-T, at ecccorp.org. Now, back to People to People. Welcome back to People to People, working together for your safety. I'm your host, Stan Salat, Jr. I'd like to welcome you back to today's show, Shopper Alert, Why Say No to Toxins. My guest, Yulia Koch, or my interviewer, Yulia Koch, uh, and I have been talking about hazardous substances, uh, counterfeit avoidance or counterfeit uh, materials a little bit. We've actually kind of just generally speaking about the issues related to the, the toxic world that we live in and how that affects us um, as people. And I believe that Yuli is, is going to take me down a path of now asking me what we can do about it. So let me turn this back over to Yulia, and uh, let's see where she takes me next. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you. And again, thank you for having me on the show and those of you perhaps joining us now a little bit later to the show. Welcome and thank you for your support, all of your support. Um, Stan, you have been part of the manufacturing and quality management community for many, many years. And you're also the president and CEO of two global alliances. Uh, one is called the Hazardous Substance Free Mark Alliance, and the other is called the Counterfeit Mark Alliance. And both of these alliances have actually two logos that we have been talking about today. 
So I would love to hear how these two alliances and product marks logos fit into what we know as American consumers, the green movement. That's a that's a very good, very very good question, actually, Ilian. It's uh, probably not not something we've done enough uh, to share and and actually get out to the world. The green movement, first and foremost, um, it, when you really dive into the green movement, what you're going to find is that the majority of the discussion on green is about cor- corporate social responsibility. It's about conflict material management. In other words, we're not buying conflict materials from countries that uh, are not doing the right things. And it's about low power consumption. Uh, It even ties in a little bit with greenhouse gases and where you're manufacturing and how you're transporting. Very little of it actually ties to, other than recycling, it doesn't really tie to the toxics, the toxins, um, and it ties almost not. There, there's almost no tie to the counterfeit piece. When we created, uh, the, well, actually, when we started working on the restriction of hazardous substance and helping manufacturers demonstrate that they were building hazardous substance-free products. Remember, I mentioned there's over 4,200 certified facilities worldwide now. One of the things that they found to be an issue is while they were doing all this good work and they were they do have a certificate and they undergo annual surveillance by subject matter experts, technical experts, there's no real single way to demonstrate to the world that the products they're building are better than the ones next to them. When you go to a Walmart, in fact, you know, I challenge anybody, go to a Walmart, go to a Kmart, go to a uh, Home Depot, uh, go to the mom and pop shop down the street, go to a, a Toys, uh, Toys R Us, go anywhere and find a mark that you can, a product that you can look at and know that, that it is in fact safe, that it is not counterfeit. When industry came back to me and started asking about this, what we, what we realized is we did not have a single mark. What we actually have in the world today is over 360 different marks and not any of them. None of them are actually trustable because none of them are tied to a surveillance program. It's simply a mark, uh, much like the Energy Star was a few years ago. Uh, I put in some paperwork and tell you I'm good, and that's all you needed. Well, that's the way the Rojas, the green leaves, uh, when you start looking at all the various marks, there's little to no support that actually demonstrates that those marks mean toxic-free or counterfeit-free. So the HSF mark was invented uh, as the single mark, and our promotion is to really get consumers and industry buyers to start demanding that the products they buy come with that mark. And the only way that the product can get the mark is to actually come through a manufacturer that is certified. We have an entire system in place worldwide that verifies that these parts and products that, are, that carry the HSF mark or the companies that are uh, 
promoting the Counterfeit Avoidance Mark Alliance, that these are legitimate companies. We have checks and balances in place, and we do that through an industry approach that actually is self-funding. So it doesn't cost you, doesn't cost me. As consumers, we're not paying extra. In fact, what we have demonstrated to the manufacturing world is that it actually saves them money. They can, they can actually wind up saving a, very, a large amount of money. Uh, and we're starting to talk to insurance companies to see if we can't even lower their liability insurance cost because they're doing things right. I'm hearing about a program that I fully support as a professional, as a parent. And I know that you not only know quite a bit about it, but you also fully support similarly as a dedicated, deeply caring family man. So here comes my question. After this show, after (laughs) being put on this spot, allowing me to be an audience member, uh, what will keep you up at night? Where do we go from here? I think the thing that, and again, it's it's a heck of a question, not, not just a good question, but it's a heck of a question. What keeps me up at night? What keeps me up at most at night is I have yet to succeed in making the hazardous, particularly the hazardous substance-free mark, a, a uh, viral worldwide uh, demand that every man, woman, and child demands that products be marked uh, as we've done with food products. When I go buy a loaf of bread, I know what's in it. I know the ingredients. The fact that we have yet to get that level of commitment, um, that's part of what keeps me up at night. The other thing that keeps me up at night is, again, having visited foreign countries where recycled materials find their way back into new products, uh, there's a huge safety issue, whether it's a, uh, a home appliance that could wind up burning and causing fires, uh, a used component in an airplane that actually brings the airplane down because of a failure, uh, and those there'll be people that argue that's not possible because of redundancies, but the reality is there's both toxins and hazardous, uh, counterfeit rather, counterfeit materials in our supply chain. And without the demand of us, the consumer, it'll stay that way. A lot of work is being done to improve it, but until we can quantify, qualify, and actually have a way to see that the product we're buying actually comes from a source that is that has oversight uh, that actually can demonstrate that they're uh, they're compliant. I mean, it, it's a little bit. And again, let me take this very personal. C- can you imagine um, a methodology where cancer is detected totally by self-detection without any? Uh, tools without any professionals involved in it. You know, you don't go to the doctor, just declare yourself cancer-free. I know that's a stretch, but the reality is that if you don't have a system in place 
And since the world at large doesn't all aspire to have the same kind of regulations that the U.S. has, what keeps me up at night is not knowing that I can buy something that's qualified and verified and validated without spending a huge amount of time and money uh, of my own trying to figure it out. And then the, least, the lower the cost, anything you go buy that seems like it is just really inexpensive, first question is how can it be so inexpensive? Uh, very few things, if it normally sells for $10 and you can buy it for two or three, uh, the dollar store is one that I, I apologize to the dollar store for bringing their name in, but um, you know when it's that inexpensive, I want to see something that actually demonstrates that the products I buy there are really not going to affect my myself or my family. You still there, Yulia, or did I lose you? I am right here. No, with okay. You. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't scare you to death there, did I? <laughs> no, you have not, uh-huh. but you did move me. And I can imagine some people listening to us perhaps for the first time, or those of you who are with us every week, uh, not nodding and not feeling touched. It is an issue that we all deeply care about. Stan... Very quick, last question. I must put it in because a friend of mine promised me I would ask you. She's a young mom, has three children, all of them under the age of four, and she wants to know, is there one product that she should absolutely not buy this holiday season? The, the, one, the one product that I would say you want to avoid is the one that the price is too good to be true. Um, and, and I have to say it that way. There, there's no one thing. Um, well, let me take that back. There's been there were twenty thousand dolls shipped into the U.S. They got caught by Homeland Security and Customs, and they were stopped at the border. So, the dolls had excessive amounts of phthalates, which again is the chlorine. Chlorine is used to keep the plastic pliable. Again, the only the only thing I can say to all of our audience today is if the price is too good to be true, you shouldn't buy it. The uh, chances are there's something in it. It's either counterfeit uh, or it is highly toxic. Well, thank you. And with that, knowing that we're coming to uh, close to an end, I do need to say this, and I did not get to say this on the air before, so I am excited. Said <laughs> yeah. I have watched you working on the HSF mark and a counterfeit issue for at least 10 years. And you have done it, and you're doing it through education, advocacy, innovation, as a global leader of a United States not-for-profit organization. You're doing it with limited funds, but a passion that knows no obstacle. So before we go off the air, I wanted to extend my gratitude. Uh, those of you who have worked you, uh, I'm pretty sure feel the same way. We are in need of leaders like you. So pl- uh, thank you for your service to the U.S. and global consumer community. And I did want to wish you us 
many successes and a wonderful holiday season to you and your family. Ilya, I thank you very much. I don't know that I can say anything on top of that. Um, I, I deeply appreciate the comment. Um, it is a passion, and it takes a group effort to make this work. So, once again, thank you for being on the show today. I want to acknowledge once again our sponsors as we get ready to say goodbye for the uh, for the day and and wish everybody well for the holidays. Remember that working together, people to people, working together for your safety is just that. We are trying to educate, advocate, and as Yulia said, uh, share with everybody the need for um, really a community coming together to demand, and it is a demand that the products and services or the products and materials we receive uh, are really identified as toxic-free and counterfeit-free. Whether it's uh, a toy for the child, a car to drive, uh, drive back and forth in, or a home to live in, it all affects us. Wish you all a very pleasant week. Uh, look forward to talking with you again next week. And thank you, and we'll say goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. Please join host Stan Salat Jr. for next week's edition of People to People, Working for Your Safety. We'll have another show next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a safe, toxic, and counterfeit-free week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.